right. Yeah. So, Mr. Suresh, thank you so much for coming. I am really, really honored to have you. And as I said early, earlier, um, I'm just a fan. And you, you guys are... Sorry? You made that T-shirt. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And um, in fact, when I made it, um, this, this is a jumper with a hoodie. Uh, okay. So I, I made two T-shirts as well. And I, I sent it to Sir Studio. One is I think... He, he did say that he gave it to AR and I'm thinking AR must have given it to one of his assistants. <laughs> so, Srini sir uh, did like the t-shirt. Yes, he loved it. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually send you one. Sure. And, and AR will like it when he uh, sees you wearing it, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, this is my office slash ARR room. Uh, I'm thinking you might be able to see. Yeah, I can see the badges out there. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you, are your sports. Yes, running medals. And this is obviously AR and me in Trichy just two months ago. Uh, on 15th of Feb. And then uh, this is a canvas print that I made. And that's my car. And uh, yeah, when, when I sent the pictures to AR, he was like, I think it's time for you to get married. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how AR is, right? You'll just crack right. it. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, the, thank you. Thank you heaps for coming over. I really appreciate it. And uh, so, how is the lockdown going for you? Um, Like everybody else here, it's just <laughs> at home and trying yeah. to get past every day and uh, yeah. I think I'm just uh, pretty lucky because I have my computer and my gear at home so I yeah. spend some time doing yeah. some mixes and doing some work on music. Otherwise, like everybody else, it's like, yeah, we are on we are watching TV and uh, the news is everything that's happening right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah confined to a small space. Right. And uh, has the number of cases come down in Bangalore or Karnataka in specific? The cases seem to be going up, but uh, but it's more like asymptomatic in sense like uh, there are not many serious cases and there are also a lot of people recovering. So okay. that's a kind of good news. But the fact is that the number of people who are affected are going up. Okay. You know, so mm. Bangalore is right ahead zone. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even my brother, sister, everyone's stuck. They haven't been to work for almost one, one and a half, two months or something like that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, yeah. Something, right? I mean, the whole world has been in a lockdown from there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, But here, I mean, we've been working remotely. So I work in IT. So I've been working in remotely from home for almost five, six weeks now or even more. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's it's uh, even more busier actually working from home with more and more meetings and stuff like that. And plus this initiative that I've taken up uh, with a little bit of personal time that I had, I'm devoting totally into this. And I'm actually very excited um, because the fact that I'm actually getting to talk to people who have worked with AR closely and the likes of yourself and stuff like that, it's 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 amazing to hear the stories and experiences and the journey. Yeah. 
And yeah. Uh, yeah, once again, I really would like to thank you from the bottom of, my, bottom of my heart for making it. So, and the thing is, I mean, look, uh, you you've always been in Bangalore, is it? No, I've been in Chennai. I shifted yeah. to Bangalore quite some time back. At least now it should be close to what fifteen years. Right. The thing is that I work predominantly in uh, five different industries here. That is in Tamil, Telugu, Kannada, Malayalam, and Hindi as the industries. And uh, I also found it uh, quite good for my health reasons to move back. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of uh, settled over here now. Yeah. In terms of like uh, belonging that way. Right. And AR visits you when he comes to Bangalore, quite obviously. AR is a man who's got very little time. In sense, like meeting him is like uh, even for me, it's like an appointment. So I I, I really don't uh, spend so much time now meeting him or anything. as much as it's on work right okay right and uh, but do you get to talk to him yeah sometimes see mostly once i can talk here my ac room doesn't have yeah. the signal so i can't oh, go yeah. there so I, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 what was the question uh but do you get to talk to him on the phone mostly work based yeah he's a man who's that it's a it's a big difference those days when he had the time and yeah. he's busy yeah you know so most of the conversations we have is only professional and yeah basically based on shows or like right. you know programs and stuff like yeah that. okay it's interesting though because uh, i was in trichy just two months ago and i uh, also met his sisters and i was hanging out with them in the backstage and stuff like that and while having tea i just basically asked them so uh, ar is your brother so do you actually get to talk to him do you call him or what's what's the scene like at home and they're like no 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 we don't disturb him but but don't you at least even call to say hello no only if it is important we will call him see rahman has always been a man of few words yeah i mean it's not a regular even those days it's not like you know i i, I to pick up the phone any time and just call yeah. him because he's always been involved and he would really don't know where his mind space is yeah so he's been a kind of a person where we usually wait when he calls not really calling him to say hi yeah 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 right it's, it's understood right it's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah it's yeah a difficult thing considering who he is who he is right now yeah indeed there's no room for small talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um well I mean you've been is long time friend pretty much a childhood buddy and uh, is there stuff that you like to share about pre roja days and stuff like that and in fact one of the guys here in Australia wanted me to ask you specifically about Nemesis Avenue days he said please ask Suresh about this I said okay. Yeah, we had a band. We had a band called Nemesis Avenue. Uh, yeah. At that point of time, Rahman already was a session musician. We used to know him at that point of time as Dilip. Yeah. And uh, he was a prodigy at that point itself. And, uh, 
it, it was just phenomenal at that at that age itself. It was not very difficult for people to kind of prophesy, saying, "Hey, you're going to get somewhere." But uh, honestly, even then, he was a man of few words. Hmm. It's not like uh, we would have lengthy conversations about anything at all. Maybe at some point of time, most of the conversations revolved around gear and music, and uh, maybe at some point in time, philosophy, because those are the kind of subjects that kind mm. of connects with. Mm. So, um, and he was always to himself. Um, mm. So his work spoke for itself, and I think he was. The quietest member of the band, mm. he used to hear us only in the nights because right. daytime we yeah. have sessions and so on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we used to land up rehearsing maybe ten onwards or eleven onwards in the night, about two in the morning and stuff like that. Wow! And uh, even then, it, he was very busy. Get him to practice was a so. Yeah, it was. Um, I guess it was a it was an experience with a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. gathering because uh, he came in with his sequencers and he came in with his uh, synthesizers and stuff like that. And was he a he was, gadget freak even then? Huh? Was he a gadget slash instrument freak even then? Yeah. Okay. Always, always. <laughs> when I, when I, my earliest memory of him was. Not the earliest memory. Almost all the memories I have of him have always been about something new in terms of technology or gear. And yeah. he was one of those guys who actually procured it. You know, yeah. in the sense like uh, uh, it's like you know he knew how to handle those machines at that time itself. He knew how to create yeah. stuff which uh, none of us could imagine. Bringing out sounds and and not just that, he had a very sonic sense. To change the color of uh, sound in India, yeah. When you will realize it when you, when Roja came out, the the really, uh, sonic spectrum of music yeah. had changed. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, we owe it all in a big way to yeah to give us that new input as to like you know how an entire spectrum of music can sound like, mm. and also incorporation of electronic instruments. Mm. Along with because uh, that was the time when everything was like you get get into recording studio you had sixty seventy people and uh, it was all orchestration it was written down and stuff yeah. like that and such so, like you have this entire thing done on sequencer then keyboards and you know yeah so it was re- it was replacing a lot of talent but Rahman had the actual talent to make electronic speak. Or human language, yeah. But that is where the total respect to him goes. It's not just about using electronics, but humanizing it. True. So that to a level where it sounds pleasing. You know, mm. a lot of electronic music does not necessarily sound pleasing mm. because of a certain repetitive kind of thing that happened. But he, mm. in every song that he, he has created, a sound. Mm. And it's a study. Mm. So you can go any song and and check out the arrangement and the sound of it. And, and there's always an element of surprise. Mm. And it continues till today. It uh, actually glad that you mentioned uh, Suri because it's still relevant. 
it still sounds fresh uh, considering like if i if i had to play roja today or trida trida for example trida trida song plays uh, uh, chandralekha plays in almost every concert of his and and it's still relevant it still sounds fresh it doesn't feel like it is 25 years old and how is that possible how did he foresee something like this i i would really say he really rewrites yeah and rewrites and rewrites yeah uh he is never a person who comes into the scene and is okay with it yeah as fast as you think it can be and uh, when he takes up the responsibility to do something it's always stuff which lasts for generations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this comes to extensive of hard work mm-hmm. and i have been uh, there with him in those days to watch him do things over and over and over again till he gets the sweet spot in almost every track wow. just the song you know so uh, it's treating everything to its micro level so that mm-hmm. finally when you get to hear it mm-hmm. you know there is the song kind of gives you a, a flavor again and again there is something in the song mm-hmm. you know, so that's a genius level of uh, i wouldn't say just compositional value but also sequencing and programming and engineering and a lot of stuff that goes in not just about the the macro level you only hear the song but he really takes care of the micro true that gives a completely different um end product compared to a lot of other musicians i agree and interestingly enough another thing is um i must have heard a million times all his songs no doubt about no exaggeration on this but i still feel sometimes i feel that i just heard a brand new sound in that how did i not hear it before is this just me being crazy or it actually happens for everyone as well see as uh, electronic musicians one of the things that happens is we are constantly updating with songs yeah or what we call it as samples yeah you know? so there is always an element of bringing a new song mm. the genius level is about how to incorporate it mm. it's not about a new sound but how the new sound fits into correct and also correct you know because we are as indians we are very melody driven you know we like singing a song with no music we like it's humming Mm. you know we are we are driven to that so to make sense of each and every each and every time bring a new instrument and making it acceptable mm. that's a different quality yeah wow yeah very rightly said and also i remember ar saying in one of the interviews this is pretty long back i think he said uh he always looks at making technology work for him rather than working in the boundaries of technology i thought that yeah. was an amazing quote that he said yeah so, absolutely and and i try to apply that because i am into it when i build uh, business applications and things like that i try to think from that front too but not at all times it always works <laughs> see here we are talking it's a completely creative process yeah you know uh, your last song has got nothing to do with your next one true 
and we also are in uh, films where you know you have five songs or five different yeah. categories and they can yeah. change from time to time yeah so you can't afford to be repetitive yeah you know it's consistently getting the attention of people because it's people's business true you know true. so it's constantly updating which will never stop mm. that's the kind of place where we have arrived today <laughs> Staying in the top is is, <laughs> is is not possible anymore that easy. True, true. Um, how how was is like uh the old Panchadin Studio days? What was it like before it got renovated and stuff like that? What was the first studio like where you guys hung out and did stuff? See, there were always film studios. There was Prasad Studio. Yeah. No, there was Kalasa. There was there were many studios. Yeah. At that point of time itself, but most studios were equipped for live music. Right. Since like uh, gone are the days now when we call a drummer and ask him to play. But what is a rhythm machine? Nobody knew what it was. Yeah. So imagine setting up an entire orchestra to do it, and compared to when Rahman started his first studio, it wasn't. It was. small it it, mm. it was meant for uh, an electronic music production kind mm. of space mm. so it wasn't a space where we used to really hang out as much as like it was like meant for work right there was no <laughs> space to hang out <laughs> yeah 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 right so and that's where all the jamming and stuff like that took place i take it Huh? That's where all the jamming and stuff like that took place between you guys. You would jam over there. We we had these places called jam rooms where right. we literally those days much before. Yeah. We used to hire it out and we used to like get together and we used to practice. So it will always be at someone's house or right. home. You know, we rarely actually would set up stuff in studios. When we went to studios, we went there with a with an intention to record. Yeah. Okay. And it was it was recording. Otherwise, hanging out rarely happened uh, as far as AR was concerned. He was like, uh, okay, work over, and he always had the next job in sense like. Um, and those days he used to do a lot of jingles before yeah. Roger. Yeah. Was literally like uh, watching people client after client after client coming in. So I doubt whether he had room and, and uh, time management. I don't know how he does that. How he is able to give his hundred percent every time, but yet at the same time have the next job in mind. Yeah. So. So that was, defines. Yeah. So sorry, I was. There was never a time where you guys actually went for tea or coffee. Nothing absolutely at all. It's always was work, work, mostly work. There have been times. I mean, see the the, <laughs> the problem. The problem in working in studios is like we we guys really need to go out and catch up for dinner, yeah, or catch up for coffee because we are provided with everything. You go in the morning. Just think you went and somebody asked you whether you had breakfast. So where's the question of even thinking of a hotel or anything like that? You're right. really well fed, and uh, more than yeah. anything else, the moments are spent inside the studio. 
So the moment you get to go out, because it's like lengthy uh, yeah. hours that you spend. You know, it's like nine in the morning sometimes to uh, twelve hour calls with nine in the night, and sometimes and with their money to spend, we can go in the nights. Yeah. So just uh, when you go home, you go home to sleep. You take a break. Because otherwise, you will be spending sometimes forty-eight hours, seventy-two oh. hours. inspiration from him of course and that, yeah it just helps me focus a bit more that's all yeah yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. so um moving on chikabuku uh, rail right obviously that was a sensation and i have to tell you this um uh, i am sure i think i was in the school even then um i did did not have the cassette my neighbor had the cassette and he played it from his home and the first song in the album was chikbukarele and it sounded something absolutely different it sounded like an english song to start with and i absolutely loved the beats and i i, I went and asked him I, his name was naeem i still remember he was my neighbor i told him when can i get this uh, borrow this cassette from you he said no no it will take me some time to get over all the songs and then i'll give you then i just kept asking him again and again and then he never did and then i had to go and ask my dad to give me money to go and buy that cassette i was so mad that song draw me nuts i have no idea you have no idea what it did to me like back then and it still plays on my spotify sorry she won't believe it and i still dance to it i have no idea whether you listen to that song but we guys still go crazy for that song how many years ago was this and it still feels fresh relevant and we are so excited to speak to the singer like yourself who's done that song who has given us that revolution then <laughs> you have no idea what it means to us so can you tell us any fond memories of that process um the song by itself i had no idea that i was going to sing it um yes before uh, i sang with him i've done a couple of other projects before mainly in ads and stuff yeah. where i've done some vocals on stuff but basically i'm a drummer right. so the transition from playing rock and jazz and pop to literally singing in tamil was uh, not something i had in mind at all absolutely but uh, i was working with rehman right from roja at that time so when uh, this particular song had come out uh, when he asked me to sing this song i had no clue absolutely i thought i was singing a track those days we used to have something called you sing a track before the original vocal come vocals come in so i sang the track but i sang the track with no influence because i'm not influenced by anybody yeah yeah and of course i have i had a very huge influence in western music because yeah. the kind of music i played in college and stuff yeah 
So I guess the delivery was very different. And even after I finished seeing it, we had yeah. fun at that point of time doing harmonies because harmony was not a concept that uh, music used to follow, especially in the Indian music, uh, because yeah. most were very melody based and single track kind of voices. So doing harmonies and doing counter harmonies and because uh, and it was just fun because it was made in a process like what we used to make a Western music song as you know in Western music a lot of people sing their own harmonies. Yeah, we don't have a background. We don't have four people singing a harmony for you, which is yeah. normal. Yeah. In our <laughs> so doing the same harmonies and doing. Um, um, counter harmonies to it and all was a new concept and we enjoyed it. I sang it and uh, after that I didn't know what happened to the song at all. Continued working with other stuff and must be almost a year later when he came and told me um, that I have to sing the song again. <laughs> and trust me that song actually start, took maybe 18 hours with some breaks in between because oof, it went on and on and on and he had to like, he was, and that, and those days um, we really didn't have much to like, you know, get over like pitch direction and stuff like that. So, and delivering it, the entire thing in Tamil and stuff like that. Mm. So it's like, I ended up seeing the whole song again. Mm. But this time I had an idea. I thought like, okay, I mean, something is happening. Something is brewing. He's asking me to sing this again. And I sang it. And landed up forgetting it, forgetting about it again. Right. And actually the movie released. And then this song came out. And as much as it was a surprise for everyone, it was, it was an amazing surprise for me. Because what is this? It's just, I mean, until the cassette came out, I really hadn't heard the entire song in its full yeah. wow. grand, you know, talking about the mastered version. Yeah. When I heard the song the first time, I was I was I was totally in awe of what he had done with it. Wow. And those were, those were the days we used to record on analog. You know, we used to record on those half inch spoons. Yeah. So literally between uh, one take and a new take, it has to go back in the school <laughs> has to go back. Right. Yeah. I guess uh, there was a lot of patience. He's, he's a man of infinite amount of patience. Yeah. And it shows in his music. You know, it shows. It, 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 it translates. It doesn't matter what system you play his music on. Mm. It completely translates into great sound of that. True. So, I would say Mine has been totally ordained. It is not something that, it is something where I feel really blessed, I feel really lucky, because it is not my own effort. I know that very well. Mm. It was something I owe it to Rahman in a big for starting me off on a career which I least dreamed of. Mm. And that gave rise to landing up seeing Chikibukarele in Telugu another language and that gave rise to coming into a Kannada industry and then coming into a Hindi industry. Hindi. And uh, I guess I'm, I'm blessed that I was associated yeah. with him at the point of time. It 
catapulted me, but I never forget the roots from where it came from. Yeah, and uh, yeah, of course, uh, it it it's. Do you still listen to it though? I'm just curious. I keep performing that song, yeah. so it's like I mean, 25 years, 25 years later, I had a show just. I mean, the last show I did was somewhere in November. Yeah, December. Right. Um. We, we, I, I do a completely different version of the songs okay. because of because of having a live band and you know trying to arrange it in a different way. And, right. But it's a classic. It's yeah. a classic. I yeah. mean, a lot of the songs are classics. I agree. You know, along with the song, the singers have been recognized, but it's a lot oh, of yeah. work as well. Yeah. Uh, Am I stretching a friendship if I had to ask you to sing maybe one two lines of that song? Which one? The Chikubuku Rele. Chinna ponniva padi padu adiraja manasa yella salavai seyum sotandila miva paave yilluru vacha vayasu pasangala viriyila pulicha Chikubuku Chikubuku Rele kalakattu paari vistaile. beautiful awesome 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 oh my god suresh you have no idea what that song does to me <laughs> <laughs> and then of course uh, moving on uh, there was another one urvashi took over the world again yeah how did that happen have you got any memories of that one <laughs> every song that i have worked on in my life and i go back and listen to the songs yeah. yes there's so much associated with every song yeah. yeah i mean when kadalan happened and uh, i still remember urvashi i used to work a lot of time in the nights with him and mm-hmm. i remember the melody evolving and hearing that and uh, by that time it was not a question of like uh, being elated that you're doing something new as much as like every little step was like an innovation so mm. when i think of working with rehman it is it's like working with some doctor you know except that you feel a lot <laughs> <laughs> and urvashi yeah. also was one of those songs where uh, um i heard rahman in a different avatar when he sang wow you know of course we heard him in roja yeah you know, that club yeah. bombay yeah. yeah. yes. but yeah. uh, urvashi or uh, amma that he sang yeah. was uh, was a surprise for a lot of us for him to move into a category of you know straight yeah. uh, pop and Delicate lines mm. like that. So mm. even in Urvashi, I can tell you that uh, mostly none of us land up listening to the to to the entire song that finality until mm. actual cassette is released. So wow. even when I Urvashi, I was also an audience at the end of the day. Even both those sets, listen to it and like wow. Yeah. Um, and absolutely a genius level of programming 
So I'm saying we take Prabhu Deva away from the equation of the song. I don't know how whether it will be the same. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's, it's about an individual. We just happen yeah. to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's that's true. Yeah, very true. Uh, but once again, I mean, I feel that the magic definitely the one of the main factors was your, your voice and your contribution i think i don't think if it was someone else it would have created as much magic as it actually did i could be wrong but i strongly believe that this had to happen and it was meant to be this way trust me if i wanted to be a tabla singer and i would have gone to any of the music directors dad had or sung in tabla i doubt whether anybody would have taken me I think <laughs> so. I don't think it is about me being there. I think um, there are people who are born in this world from time to time in different facets of life. Yeah. You know, who make it look easy for you, mm-hmm. but they have done. They put in the work for yeah. you to be who you are. Yeah. He used something that he found unique. Hmm. And he used it to the best of his expertise. Mm. So yeah. I don't know how I fit into this as much as you make it out to be, but of course I'm a part of it. I'd love to associate. I want to uh, say I'm not a part of it, and everything just happened by chance. Uh, but even for the involvement to be there, mm. as much as it is, you have to have a leader. Yeah, that's what. That's what. You're you're being extremely humble. That's for sure. <laughs> um, well, I mean, um, it's 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 been twenty twenty seven twenty eight years since AR has been in this field, and then he's still leading at the top, and there is no looking back. And then, what do you think? It's making him be there where he is. The eagerness to learn, constantly learning. So I would relate it to. It doesn't take rocket science to realize that it takes inner character. Yeah, true. It is not about music. Mm. You know, when I see or Sachin Tendulkar, and I see what he's achieved, mm. the person that he is has never changed. True. He is the same wonderful Sachin, accessible, mm. and we are so proud of him. Mm. But the consistency. Of you know creating the consistency mm. to give quality mm. is something that's not uh, common as we think. So True. we get inspired by such people. This consistency has kept them going. Mm. Yeah. True. Very true. Um, moving on. I mean, um, there is a question from one of your fans in Sydney. Uh, his name is Nash, and he. Requested me to ask you, what happened with Roxygen? Roxygen. Yes. Ah, uh, see. Now what is happening is after we entered music in a professional way and we entered um, doing a lot of other stuff other than just doing live concerts and yeah. cover songs. And once we went into doing original music. yeah you know singing for different music directors and 
slowly what happens is it's like a job and you have lesser and lesser time mm. to do something especially to do with cover music mm. you know we used to play a lot of songs from pink floyd and rush and cancer mm. and jazz like chick corea and stuff mm. like that and these huge names but mm. at the end of the day what was happening is like uh, we were playing cover music we were not creating our own music so mm. once we started our careers creating our own music a lot of us realized like uh, we could not really afford the time as well because to do a live concert we require a lot of practice time because you know, everyone working different and also learning new songs mm. and stuff like that. Mm. so i don't think there was something called bands broke off it's like mm. i would be heard moved on yeah. kind of moved on because each and every person in oxygen is right now doing really well yep. in their own chosen field mm, mm, yeah. mm. so yeah yeah it happened it happened yeah. i think that is the growth yeah true that is the growth for any musician yeah cool um well suresh we are almost coming to the end of this podcast i mean i wish i could just keep keep you in my session and talk to you forever about ar and your journey but unfortunately i can't i have to let you go and to other priorities in life too but before i let you go i mean i just have two last things no more than that the second last thing is i know ar is your buddy you have known him for a long long time and but still there might be something is there a message or anything that you want to tell him i'm sure when i share this with him and he sees that it's suresh peters he's going to watch it and you know he actually reads and watches everything i i'm just incredibly proud of him. yeah i'm just incredibly proud to have rubbed shoulders with a man who actually has created this tree true as humble as he is mm. he is far from ordinary mm. and uh, from time to time no matter after 25 years i still get inspired yeah i still so many songs when i even think of it i still use them as a starting point to think yeah i think that is how much he's influenced me as a musician yeah and as a friend i'm just glad that after so many years he's still there you know people could have moved on and people you know he mm. still kept that place where he when he requires he calls and and i'm really glad and happy and content in this life also that I met Raymond. Yes. And I worked. <laughs> I'll always bless him to get newer and newer stuff because whatever he does, he's also doing a lot for all of us. You know, yeah. Right from yeah. our country, that level. Yeah. So may God keep him blessed and safe and healthy and always fill him with wisdom to give us newer and newer stuff to be inspired. Wow! Amazing. What great words. Amazing. I love it. Um, well, lastly, Mr. Suresh, I I don't know if I'm going to stretch our friendship again, but do you think maybe two lines of Urvashi and no more than that? <laughs> Please. Film karte pun paakala na kikiri si policy. Fuck the seat till the party you can't take it easy. Policy. 